Madison, Kansas, a small idyllic Midwestern town, and also considered by some to be one of the most haunted cities in the country, if not the world. While there are many stories to tell of this small Kansas town, one has remained noted as one of the most highly active and consistent hauntings in the world, meticulously documented by dozens of film, radio, and educational institutions. 508 North 2nd Street, better known as the Sally House. Originally built at the turn of the century, this house became the residence of an Atchison physician. The front of the house served as office space and examination rooms, while the doctor and his family lived upstairs. One day, a frantic mother arrived, carrying her six-year-old daughter, Sally. The child had collapsed from severe abdominal pain. The doctor diagnosed appendicitis and knew there was no time to delay surgery. Believing the appendix would soon burst, the doctor began cutting Sally before the anesthesia took full effect. Sally's screams suddenly stopped, and she grew pale and limp. She died on the operating table, her last memories of a man whom she believed was torturing her. Now this is the legend. And though its origins are debatable, no one can deny that there is something in that house. Fast forward to 1993. The Pickman family moves into the house on 2nd Street. A young family looking for a new home to grow in, and within months, the family begins to experience oddities. Objects moving or disappearing, apparitions, psychological attacks, direct interactions with a spirit who identifies themselves as Sally, but also two other discernible spirits, possibly more. Their story was famously shared and documented with the world through the television show Sightings from the early 1990s. Although they had only lived in the house for just under a year, their presence was a catalyst for something that still can't be explained. To this day, the Pickmans still have interactions with whatever lies in the Sally House. And to this day, the majority of people who have visited or performed investigations within its walls all report that the activity is still there and still very, very active. And that's just the beginning of one of the longest ongoing paranormal investigations that's ever existed. One that I am now actively inserting myself into. Or, more accurately, am being called to. For as we all know, if you peer into the void long enough, the void looks back. Welcome to XV Planet. Hello, friends and fiends and lovers of the strange and wondrous things. It has been a while. Welcome back to XV Planets. I am your host, Flood. We have quite a bit to cover tonight, but first I have some announcements and a little house cleaning to do up top. First and foremost, uh, it is with great sadness that I report that Ren will be taking a leave of absence from XV Planets. We wish her all the best, much love, and hope for her return soon. Now, as sad as that news is to hear, the journey must continue. Don't worry, this isn't going to turn into me droning on about the paranormal for hours on end by myself. I do that enough alone. <laughs> I will likely find a more permanent co-host in time, but for now, I'm taking this opportunity to do more field research and expand the EVP family a little bit more. 
I have a roster of upcoming guest co-hosts lined up to accompany me on several specific episodes, two of which you will meet tonight, Walker and Alejandro. More on them in a bit. I have managed to line up several larger field investigations between now and the end of the year, and these two fellow weirdos are accompanying me on the most important one I'll be doing, a two-day lockdown investigation of the Sally House in Atchison, Kansas. We'll be hearing more about that later in the episode. There will also be a two-night investigation to the Brown Mountain Lights in North Carolina, and if a signal can be found in those mountains that high up, I intend to do a live stream from Wiseman's View for a live Q&A on Fireside. Hopefully we'll have some visuals to share with you on that one as well, fingers crossed. You'll be hearing more about that one in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to follow us on social media, follow XVPlanus wherever you go just to stay updated. So, many more field investigations are happening, and that will remain the bulk of this show's content, of course, but I have a few offshoot series developing that will also be released on the XVPlanus network. We are returning to the Magic in the Media series for a deep-dive, nerd-out, multi-part geek fest on Twin Peaks. I've been talking about this for a while. You guys, you guys knew it was coming. Uh, Beth Miller, a fellow twin geek, will join me as we break down some of the themes, symbolism, and hidden messages in the series, as well as propose the question, was Lynch actually doing magic ritual through the series? I think so. I'll also be teaming up with my friend the Curious Art Historian for a series on possession. There will be a premiere sneak peek on this a little bit later in the year, and the full series will continue in early 2022. Recently, I've also been doing a lot of guest spots and crossovers with members of Deviant Legion and Incredibly Strange Films. You can find them on Facebook, and we will have several film commentaries, interview series, and a spiritual roundtable series coming up soon. Think of that last one as an occultist, an agnostic, a Christian, a Jew, and an atheist walk into a bar. It could get ridiculous. And I think that's about it for the updates, folks. So to recap, tons of great new content coming, and much faster than before, but it may take me another month or so to gain traction and get a proper schedule locked in. I want to thank all of you for your support and interest in what we do here and what we've done so far, and I can promise you we'll continue to create even greater content as we move forward and the XV Planus Network takes shape. Now, back to the subjects at hand. When we left off, we were discussing Hitchhiking Ghosts and Lydia's Bridge. I will definitely be returning to that, but some strange things have occurred that have set me on a path that I must gain traction with before I work on anything else. And while Lydia's Bridge does somewhat tie into this, the mystery that resides at that small North Carolinian walkway will have to wait. So, years ago, my interest in all things paranormal and occult was reignited, and through that interest a very long list of destinations has formed. I have about 15 places in North America alone that I would consider my paranormal bucket list, I guess. Um, and I've decided to cross number one off of that list first, the Sally House. Now, we're going to be looking further into the history of that house and the stories of those who were touched by it as this progresses. Uh, but this is actually a much more personal story than a retelling of others' histories. If you want the play-by-play -play story, I highly suggest you go check out Astonishing Legends' four-part series on it. It's, it's truly phenomenal. Now, since the Sally House caught my attention, I've always said that it's been calling to me. Something instinctual tells me that I am supposed to go there. And while I never really acted on that thought, it was always in the back of my mind. Now things are a little bit different. In early September, I had a mild cardiac incident and have since been diagnosed with long QT syndrome. And while that was horrifying, I'm okay, fully recovered, and have it all under control. So no worries, I'm still ticking, still kicking, and with more drive than ever before. However... 
Many synchronicities connected to the Sally House have been happening all around me since then, and they have not been subtle at all. For starters, a few days after the event, I started dreaming about the place. And while I've never been there, I've seen enough footage to know the layout of the house, and I've been dreaming about the nursery and the living room at least a couple of nights a week. After a few days of this, I decide I'm just going to go ahead and rent the Sally House for two nights over winter solstice. But the payment doesn't go through. And I try again. And again. Five times or so over the course of a few days, and it never goes through. Sixth time is the charm. The payment finally goes through. Oddly enough, I never received a confirmation email, and I didn't really think about it either. A couple of days later, I check my email while I'm at work, and I finally receive the confirmation. Then 20 minutes later, the podcast that I'm listening to randomly brings up the Sally House. Now here's the cherry on top. Later that same evening, I'm reviewing the audio I recorded from the last investigation of Lydia's Bridge, which took place on July 27th. Remember that. Out of seven mics and three different recording devices, I catch an anomaly on the handheld digital audio recorder that was placed approximately 70 feet in the general, from the general area of where we were using professional mics conducting our investigation. I'm going to play that for you now. And I want to repeat that this was only caught on one mic, and through listening to the others and the footage that we have, I can verify that there was no traffic, loud noises, or anything caught by any other mics or recorders. So here we go. This is what I caught. Okay. I'm going to play that one more time. And this is completely raw. This is not doctored in any way, shape, or form. Please bear that in mind. Now, I'm going to play it one more time after it's been run through an RX patch to help remove some of the background noise and artifacts. Here we go. Okay, one more time for good measure. Okay, so I'm not sure about you, but I hear help Sally, and that chills me to the bone, especially since this was taken months before any of the rest of this has happened or lined up, even more so knowing I discovered it on the day with two other odd synchronicities related to the Sally house as well. So I'm going to play it one more time, and this is the raw one, this is without the, uh, the RX pass on it, and what I hear through the distortion is... Help. Labored breath. And then Sally. So I'm going to play that one more time. Let me know what you think. Email me at uh, xvplanets at gmail.com uh, gmail and tell me what you think. Here we go. And there we go. 
Now, I know that this is all subjective, and you know what, maybe I'm psychologically imprinting some things onto that, I'm willing to admit that, but that's what I hear. And uh, I was not intentionally looking for that, it just fell into my lap on the same day as all of this. So, anyway, that brings us to the new direction. The destination. So, Walker, Alejandro, and myself are going to go experience it for ourselves. At this point, I'd like to switch over to our conversation, I guess you'd call it an interview, and introduce to you uh, who my field team for this particular road trip into the weird is going to be. So without further ado, I'm going to play that interview for you. It's a little bit long, so feel free to take any breaks if you want. Uh, We definitely do go um, off the grid a few times and uh, have a few chuckles, but um, this is kind of us touching base on what we're going to be doing there, why we're going, what we hope to accomplish, and what kind of doors we're hoping this is going to open for us in the long run. I'll be, uh, I'll be back after the interview uh, with a couple of follow-up statements and a few other announcements. So, that being said, let's roll tape. Alright, friends, I'd like to introduce to you Walker and Alejandro, who will be joining me on this journey to the Sally House. Now, Walker has already joined us on many field investigations, one of which was pretty intense, the one at Crybaby Lane, and I want to touch on that somewhere down the line. We'll we'll get to that. Uh, Alejandro reached out to me through social media, expressing expressing his interest in joining us on this journey, and uh, now we have a small but solid crew to do our first hardcore two-night paranormal investigation. Guys, thank you so much for joining me tonight, and in turn, for joining me on this mini road trip into high strangeness. So Woo! excited. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, thank you for uh, opening up the invite, you know, <clears throat> when you put it out there a while ago, because uh, this is this is an opportunity that I definitely uh, would never have wanted to pass up. So I'm glad yeah. things worked yep. out in such a way. Yeah, our small investigations have been really fun, but I can't wait to get out and do some overnight stuff in probably, you know, one of the most haunted locations in the country. So can't wait. That's that's kind of how I know like it's a it's a dead go is uh, the fact that um, all three of us like when I when I booked it I was like yes I'm doing this as soon as I posted it Walker was the first one to respond he's like hell yeah bucket list dude I'm in and then I think you responded only a, like a couple of hours after that and so it seems faded it seems like we're meant to be and I don't know about you guys but I'm already starting to see a lot of weird synchronicities. Uh, pop up since we oh, yeah. uh, decided to actually take this seriously and go for it. But, now, uh, regarding the Sally House, um, I've already touched on the Sally House in uh, uh, the earlier earlier pre-recorded intro for all this. And through the course of this episode and throughout this whole fucking series, uh, we'll certainly touch on and expand the story as it's relevant. Uh, but this is more of a meet and greet for us to discuss the details of the what, where, why, and how and, uh, that we'll be doing all this. But before we get all of that, uh, guys, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourselves, your attraction to the paranormal, and what particular made you want to jump at a chance to do this? Because nobody really wants to dive into the Sally house. They, they're either like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll go take a look around. Um, but th- th- this is a rare one. Not too many people are eager to jump into it. So, Walker, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll start with you, buddy. Yeah, I mean, I have always been um, very interested in the paranormal, and I feel like just trying to figure out 
um, you know, for my own accord, like what is actually going on? Like, is, is there something after life that we can try to find and document and, you know, try, try to peel back that layer. So yeah. I think that's always been like the driving factor. I've always been addicted to the paranormal shows and, you know, podcasts as of late, but being able to get out and actually like see, you know, tangible evidence for yourself that's not disputable. Like I know that we're doing everything honest. There's yeah. no veil. There's no, you know, um, TV, uh, you know, we're actually out there doing it. So that's my main motivation to get out. Yeah. And, and I appreciate that because whenever I, I kicked this whole thing off, that was kind of the point was to never become one of like those, uh, the ghost hunter shows that are so over dramatic and, and overstating things. Um, I want to present the information that we gather honestly, realistically, and, um, bluntly to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, well, uh, Alejandro, before I get to you, Walker, what in particular about the Sally house is calling to you? Um, I just feel like the connection to some of the more, I don't want to unveil too much about what I know about it. Um, but some of the more non, um, like human afterlife aspects of it, I think it'll be a really interesting way to get into possible, like, uh, demon haunts or even, um, like more native American, um, spirits that I think might be there. Those are some other topics that you and I are going to have to talk at at length for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's just different theories that, that, that all kind of coincide at this, um, location. I feel like it's a really good opportunity to try to find a lot of different, um, evidence of multiple levels of like paranormal. (laughs) Right, because there's a whole lot of different layers and levels of shit that's going on there, and we're we're, we're going to tackle that here in in just a bit. So keep that in mind because we're we're going to go a little bit deeper into that one. Alejandro, my friend, uh, please tell me the same. Like, uh, tell tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and your your draw to the paranormal, and in particular, what uh, is calling you to the Sally House. All right. Well, I think I was always kind of. Um, interested just because growing up um i didn't live in a uh, i guess uh an environment like a social environment where things like paranormal um happenstances of of any kind were really encouraged i guess to look into you know um or like uh were kind of actively quashed but that didn't keep me from from having and showing uh, my own interest in it um, you know, throughout, you know, growing up and all that. Um, and then particularly, uh, now as an adult, um, I worked for four years as a biohazard remediation technician. Right. And essentially, uh, that was four years of cleaning up murders, deaths, suicides, hoardings, a lot of other stuff too. But, uh, I came into contact multiple times, uh, with energies through, you know, four years of, of that kind of work. Um, it's uh, it, it definitely put into perspective a lot of aspects of, of life, death, the universe, and everything. You know? So I'm, I'm guessing you uh, you've had a few experiences yourself, then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and we'll All right. we'll chat so about those. That is something that I would like to talk to the both of you about it on a, a future show if you're open for sharing it. Um, 
we get to the point that we want to talk about our own personal experiences. I love hearing that stuff. And as a matter of fact, here pretty soon, I'm going to be kicking off a like a biweekly series where I do uh, interviews with one or two people talking about this stuff if they want to. Yeah. So right on. Awesome. And, and well, and what in particular about the Sally house is uh, calling out to you? It really what I think is more of the draw is not necessarily the place itself, but just the way that this opportunity has presented itself um, to me in particular, because you opened up the invitation um, maybe a month ago or so, somewhere around there, three weeks, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I am going to be moving out there to North Carolina um, the second week of November. Um, uh, to to <laughs> Raleigh, which is not far at all from you. Yeah, welcome. Uh, I live in downtown Raleigh. Oh, awesome. So yeah. it's just like it. It really is kind of serendipitous that, that mm. this all kind of fell together. And uh, with you moving here, definitely seems like it was meant to be. Mm. And that uh, what's even better is like uh, by the time you get here, um, the three of us can arrange a couple of like uh, small field investigations just to kind of get comfortable with everything because. Walker, I'm going to be, buddy, we're going to have a whole lot of new equipment to toy with. No, I'm excited. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, we were pretty primitive the first time, but it, you know, I feel like that yielded the best results because it was literally just us and some everyday objects and recording equipment, you know? Right. This, yeah. Well, now we're going to be walking into the middle of a hurricane with a toy chest. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, It'll be like zombies, like playing <laughs> zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you ever saw the statue of that four-legged thing that supposedly grabbed Tony Pickman, but you uh, <laughs> don't talk about zombies, man. Like yeah, you want to get that yeah. one out of your head before we go there. Did you ever see that? Yeah, I did. Okay, all right. You posted uh, it, right? I think you yeah, it. Alejandro. If you look, if you yeah. if, if you scroll yeah. down my Instagram, you'll see it. The oh, one I eye that I saw. It. Yeah, it's yeah. horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, as for me, our listeners already know why I do this shit, uh, but as far as the Sally House, that's a special one, uh, one that's been calling to me for a couple of years now and practically yelling at me for the last month. Um, I will go into all of this, and obviously in the pre-recording that I do this, but there was the, uh, you know, there was the heart incident and then followed by the uh, EVP that I caught and oh, ever, right. So ever since I had the, uh, the cardiac episode, uh, a few weeks ago, uh, I've been dreaming about the Sally house every night. And, um, <laughs> so astonishing legends drops their, their, uh, new episode on the vertical plane, which is phenomenal. And if you haven't listened to it, you should check it out. It is absolutely nutty. Um, but in the process of listening to that episode, I received the email of the confirmation of the uh, the date shift for the Sally House stay. 20 minutes after I get that, Scott and Forrest go into talking about the Sally House. Wow. <laughs> it's just, I just, I can't even wrap my head around. So it's like some of it's small, subtle, and you can call it coincidence, but there's just been too much going on for me to think otherwise. But... Anyway, um, so first I want us to talk about all of the different kinds of paranormal activity that goes on inside of that batshit crazy house. Because <laughs> it's almost skin, Skinwalker Ranch level crockpot of 
crazy plus the kitchen sink with the exception of UFOs, which I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that. I'll, I'll come back to that. I, I have a theory and I have a, a thing I want to try, but this place is nuts. It's like, come on down to the Sally house. We've got apparitions. We've got objects moving on their own. We've got teleportation, telekinesis, telepathy, and terror. We've got unexplained fires, disembodied voices, vortices, and more. <laughs> it's seriously like going to the circus of everything strange. Yeah. But seriously, let, like, let, let's fire off the list, right? You got ghost spirits and apparitions. You have uh, telekinesis items moving on their own, disappearing and reappearing, uh, quite possibly even through teleportation. Right. You have telepathy, meaning direct reactions to one's thoughts. I mean, if I don't know if you guys have done your research, but a lot of investigators that have gone there, they'll be thinking something in, in their head. And then the answer to that is going to pop up before they even say anything about it in like the spirit box or one of the talk boxes, things like that. Uh, you have manip manipulation of the environment, uh, temperature, air pressure, humidity. You got lots of electrical interference, which means we're going to have to check our batteries pretty much every five minutes. Yeah. Uh, this place is notorious for draining everything out of them and super fast. Uh, mild to potentially harmful physical attacks, scratches, shoves, spontaneous fire. That was That's, an interesting one to hear about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Hallucinations and psychological attacks. Um, hallucinations being both visual and auditory. Uh, or are they hallucinations? Are they manipulations? I, I guess you would say. All right. Did I forget any? Is it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah, Im impersonations. Oh, yeah, the doppelganger thing. You're mm -hmm. absolutely right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there was the doppelganger of uh, Debbie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, man, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I think that another step further with the impersonation thing, too, is from listening to, to Scott and Forrest saying that, um, I believe it is Scott that was saying that he hears, like, himself and Forrest talking in that that ungodly screeching that they captured. Right. Yeah. So no, there's 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 definitely some impersonation. Walker, have you have you heard that by any chance? I had it, no. It's it, Okay. Oh so <laughs> yeah, Astonishing <laughs> Legends four part series on the Sally House. And I'll I will openly state that is why I am not gonna try to attempt to tell the story of the history of the Sally house. Cause nobody did it better than them. Fact is you should go listen to that, but then you need to keep following us because this is our story going to the Sally house and knowing like essentially having a sense that we're supposed to be going there. So where was I? I'm sorry. I a screech a screech. <laughs> It's, it's oh, sorry. It I lost it. I was trying to make a point and it's just fucking gone. Shit. Okay. Sorry. Now I remember where I was going. Nobody covered the Sally house better than astonishing legends. I am not here to retell that story. They covered everything. 155%. Nobody's going to do it better. We are not telling that story. We're telling a whole new story about our experience to try to get there and for ourselves 
figure out what's going on, or at least get some sort of glimpse into something greater than us, right? So if you want the story, go listen to Astonishing Legends, but Walker, you got to do the same, because the sound file that they caught on their visit is fucking horrifying. <laughs> it really is. And it's uh, I, I love the fact that it actually ends up coming up in another one of theirs. Did you catch that, Alejandro? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a second file they caught and it pops up and starts interrupting them. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's strange stuff and I can't wait to experience. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> moving on, moving on. So one thing we do need to talk about are those last few, the types of phenomenon that have been recorded at that house that are a little bit more on the dangerous side. Uh, the things that we're going to need to be aware of. Um, I'm going to suggest that we all keep a, a small, like little tiny notebook journal, um, of the days leading up to this trip. Definitely while we're there and for a couple of weeks afterwards, um, we already know this place can get into your head and it can reach much further than people think. Uh, During our time at that house, we need to be honest, straightforward. If any of us are feeling uneasy, uncomfortable, start having weird thoughts, things like that, because this place can and will play off of your emotions and your thoughts if you let it. That's the other thing. It has a way to get inside your mind, it seems, to know your thoughts. Again, not everybody has the same experiences in that house, but many have had telepathic responses during investigations, as I mentioned earlier. Um. Now, then there's the physical interactions, which can vary from playful and gentle to rough and potentially violent. And uh, we we are going to have to sign off a waiver on this, by the way. But, uh, you know, um, when the Pikmins were there, Tony getting shoved into the, the railing on the stairs, uh, the cuts, um, MC getting carved in his back... Um, that whole thing with the the woman in the bedroom with the bird who like, that grabbed was, him that was freaky hearing him retell that yeah that was uh that was intense so these are um you know at walker as you put it like we're 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 not out here to be hokey and try to to gain followers and get a get a you know our ghost adventures moment um but we are approaching this very seriously. And so these are the risks that we need to be aware of. Uh, there's a lot of screwed up shit that can happen in that place. Our cell phones could get stolen and then reappear somewhere else. Um, completely vaporized or melted. That was a fun one to find out about. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of makes me want to set up a Faraday cage just for my phone. Um, but yeah, there's, um, I mean, we, we all three have done our research and we know what this house is all about. We know what we're walking into and, uh, and we know that there is some potential danger. And honestly, I don't think anything really harmful, but, um, you know, depending on how the house feels towards us, I mean, could get ugly. I don't think it will. I think all three of us are approaching this with a decent level of respect and, we're uh, certainly not trying to provoke it, um, but we are trying to interact with it. Yeah. Utmost yeah. respect to uh, any spirits that may or may not be uh, listening in. 
<laughs> they're doing their research on us, man. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm I'm pretty sure they're they've been listening to us this whole time. There's been too much going on in the last few weeks for me to not think so. Um Yeah. It's it's been weird. Um But yeah, all right, so next item of business would be uh specific locations in the house that we are gonna want to put our focus into. And from what I understand, um, it's pretty much the whole house, <laughs> but the real, real high points are the nursery, the closet in the nursery, the closet in particular, um, living room would be next. No, no bedroom would be next, then living room and then kitchen. I do not think that we're going to be able to have access to the basement, um, I'm pretty sure that we'll be able to have access like on a brief, uh, hello, welcome. Here's the tour, that type of thing. But I don't think we're going to, we're not supposed to go down there. There there's, there's a huge list of rules that they have for us, by the way, which, which I will go over with you guys later. Yeah, the basement <laughs> is where the weird stuff is. <laughs> no, nah, well, it's where somebody tried to make the weird stuff. Yeah. Um, because uh, there was the tenant after the Pikmins who was obviously performing some sort of uh, ritual in the basement. You've heard about this, Alejandro, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So um, I don't know if you guys have seen the the picture that they took. I have not. No, I've, I've heard the retelling. I haven't seen any photos of it. Okay. So the the image that's out there online, and if you if you Google Sally House basement uh, photo, it'll in, eventually show up. Um, you see a pentagram, uh, numerous different uh, glyphs around it. The name Raziel, uh, which was a, it was essentially an earlier form of Metatron, the voice of God, uh, keeper of secrets in the book of knowledge, something like that. If uh, if when man was cast out of the Garden of Eden, Raziel or Raziel held the book that would guide man back to it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, looking at that photo, though, I come to find out that that wasn't the actual original pentagram that they found. That was something that a demonologist came and actually scribbled over with chalk, recreating the pentagram and the symbols that the uh, previous person had and then below that you see Raziel and a I want to say it's an Anakian magic square and scattered all around it are all these grimoire pages you just see sigils and text everywhere so demonologists went in there to, to recreate the pentagram setup that this previous tenant had and then reverse it and flip it and push it out I remember hearing about that on that <clears throat> on the last episode of uh, Astonishing Legends, uh, right? Series on it, yeah. Which I would just like to openly state: if there are any demonologists out there who would like to uh, join us on this trip, you should you should absolutely reach out to us. <laughs> All right, so those are the places that we're going to be focusing on, kind of in specific order. So next, uh, I want to do a quick rundown of the equipment that we're going to be using. And then we're going to move on to the methods that we're going to be doing. All right. 
So on the documenting and footage side, we have two 4K digital cameras with night vision, one 4K full spectrum camera with uh, infrared and multiple other layers. I'm still trying to get us like a full blown like FLIR infrared to go along with us. Multiple smartphones and independent cameras with varied qualities and applications relevant to our visit, including digital and Polaroid and classic. Um, two portable Zoom digital sound studio uh, audio devices, the H5 and the P4. We'll have two condenser mics, five dynamic mics, and noise-canceling headphones by three, I think. Um, several small handheld digital and analog recorders, ranging from vintage to modern. Multiple digital film and Polaroid cameras, as I already said. Um, I'm hoping to find a classic old school VHS camcorder, too. So if any of you out there have one to spare, and for that matter, nowhere to get VHS tapes anymore, uh, please email us at xvplanus at gmail.com. I might have one, actually, in my garage. I'll have to, I have to check, but I'm, I know that I had to take my old PlayStation 2 charger for that camera because I remember it worked. So I, I think I still have it in my garage. I'll have to check. Yes. Yeah. Please do look. All right. Um, I will probably have us, uh, lapel mics by the time we get there too. Um, so that way we, we don't have to worry about somebody walking around with a damn boom. <laughs> well, you know, so, um, I'm trying to figure out a way to make that work. I'm also looking into, to getting us, um, uh, DVR hub so that everything that we record will just go straight into there. Now, on the other side of that, aside from the documenting um, equipment, we have the instrumental transcommunication side. Y'all know what that is, right? <laughs> it's the, uh, okay. the fancy, fancy oh. toys, right? All, right? All the fancy toys. So here are the gadgets the uh, and items that we'll be using beyond the audio-visual element. Obviously, all of those are just as important to this investigation, but these are the things that you use to measure things other than sight and sound. We're going to be using the SB7 Spirit Box, of course. Two REM pods. Um, I am bringing a tiny little Simon. Um, the little toy Simon, right? Lights up, plays colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's creative. That's creative. I like it. Uh, this would be much funnier if I was showing the video to everybody, but we'll <laughs> keep this joke between us. Okay. Um, we're going to be, uh, uh, we're going to have several different types of flashlights, lasers, different types of lights from infrared, UV, and on and on. We've got divination rods. We've got pendulums. We've got tuning forks. Um, I am bringing a travel studio set up, and I want to do an experiment using uh, sacred frequencies. So like the God frequency, the um, ecstasy frequency, love frequency, um, all of that stuff, and just see what happens. Um, lasers. Lasers. <laughs> I'm bringing lasers. Uh, I do want to do a test involving uh, lasers, and I'm going to try to find something similar to a fog machine. But the idea is to kind of create a multi-dimensional grid through a lightly smoked area and see if there's any ripples or manipulations through the matter. 
uh, sand and salt experiments. And, uh, yeah. So that's the equipment that we're going to be using and various other currently developing implements that you'll find out about in December. I can't really talk about them just yet. We, we might have a, a secret helping hand in this whole thing, but I can't really tell you who it is yet, uh, at their behest, but methods of testing. All right. So standard photography and audio experiments, especially using voice activated recorders left alone in rooms. Um, I'm going to want to do a lot of that. So there might be a couple of times that I'm going to suggest that we take the three digital audio recorders that I have that are voice activated, put them in different rooms. And then the three of us go take a walk around the block, you know, just completely get out of there. Uh, and I would only want to do those during the daytime because, uh, I, I don't want to leave any of the equipment alone in that house at night. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I might get a, you know, whatever teleported melted. No, I, I honestly, I think I'm a little bit more worried about, um, local kids who <laughs> apparently this is a thing. So, well, I, we might have to worry about a couple of nutcases trying to freak us out, but also it's, it's pretty close to the holidays. Pretty sure everybody's going to wait, be way too busy to, to be doing anything like that. But anyway, yeah, like standard photography and audio experiments, uh, especially using the voice recorders. And when I say standard photography, we're going to be using anything from digital 4k to UHD, like different, uh, settings. We're going to try different effects. We're going to try different filters, different lenses, different angles. We're going to do proper film. We're going to do Polaroid and we're going to do digital. And, um, So about the sand tests, um, I'm going to go into this a little bit deeper later, but the idea is I want us to find a really smooth spot in the house that we can, um, scatter uh, a little bit of sand or some kosher salt or something like that very evenly, almost like in a flat plane. And then I want to set a peg or a ball or something in it in the center of it and, basically ask them to write any message that they want to share. Um, this is, this is an idea that's been developed, uh, with Ren at an earlier point, And I kind of want to expand upon it and actually use the ground of the place itself as the board for communication. So I will toy around with this idea and expand on it a little bit later. Um, I'm still trying to, to mess around with the idea of it. Um, we might have to bring a broom and a dustpan. Good thing to know. All right. So the sound base tests. Um, there's a lot of sound frequencies that go into religious, paranormal, supernatural experiences. I don't want to try to um, aggressively or, or, you know, I don't want to try to agitate anything that's there, but I do want to play around with these tones and these sounds and see if it, affects what's going on in the house, um, be it positive or negative or not at all. And I would, I think it would be a good idea to actually keep the frequencies a little bit more focused on things like the, uh, the frequency of the universe or, uh, my personal favorite, the DMT frequency. It's a very specific tone that you hear. Um, <laughs> Now, the electronic tests, those are going to cover anything from us using the REM pod and the spirit box 
and doing things like the Estes uh, method, which we'll talk a little bit more here in a minute about. Yeah, right. And and we're and I have something to say about that one. But um, the electronic tests are going to be more focused on the rim pods, um, the flashlight tests, the yes no flashlight test. You unscrew mm-hmm. it just enough so that the connection is super loose, and that way, if there is anything there, it doesn't take that much for them to push that connection in. Um, divination is the act of using something outside of your body to kind of guide you uh, to where there might be something going on. Like divination rods, when you think of them, you think of Yosemite Sam out in the desert and he breaks up the Y twig and he starts walking around, (laughs) find some water. No, um, this is actually using specific metals or materials that are a little bit more conductive to, Mm -hmm. right, yeah, Yeah. a little bit more conductive to things outside of the body and your connection to them. So we will definitely talk more about that later. The Estes method. Now, I've gone in depth on this, on numerous episodes on this podcast so far, so I'm not going to repeat it. If you're listening to this episode, you've obviously listened to the rest of us, so you already know what the Estes method is, but... Spirit box, noise-canceling noise headphones, asker, receiver, it's, it's pretty much it. But the thing is, what I want to do is I want to do, th- we're going to be there for two days. I want to do three a day. I want to do one daytime session, and I want to do two night. That was weird. Um, the, the calendar reminder for December 19th just popped up on my screen. Nice. Is it? <laughs> Probably. I'm not really sure. I mean, none of it should be nice. Okay. That was weird. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah. One a day, two night. Uh, the one during the daytime, I think we should do in the nursery. The two in the nighttime... I think we should randomly pick one, but then the second one needs to be in the nursery. And I am. Okay. Here's it. Here, here's where it's going to get a little intense. The whole talk back uh, and receive thing. Everybody keeps talking about that closet being like a focal point for passing through of things coming in and out of whatever vortex is in that house. And I really think that's kind of what it is. It's, it, it's just a blurring of a whole lot of different layers of reality in one place. I want to do one Estes session in there. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure out how the logistics of that is going to work. Uh, it'll probably be, me in the closet um, with the microphone in front of me and the headphones on and one of the two of you outside in the room with the other mic recording you. So you're going to be super far away from me. Definitely won't be able to hear you. So it'll be really interesting to see what kind of reactions we get out of that. Yeah. That's going to be the rough list of our methods of testing. And I'm, I know that that's going to uh, expand 
especially as I start to reach out to other people who have been there and some of the other experiments that other people have done, I want to incorporate some of that into it too. Um, I do want to say that at least for me, that is going to be pretty much a completely sleepless 48 hours. I am probably only going to micro nap here and there because I want to soak up every possible moment that I have there. Now about the whole UFO thing. (laughs) Walker, you already know that I truly believe that all of this is connected. Like from, you know, ghosts to cryptids to UFOs, all of this, it's all connected. And I, I truly do believe that it's, it's, uh, it's less about an afterlife and more about multiple dimensions. And that's, where my brain is going to this place. And it's also, um, when I say multiple dimensions, this, this is also a challenge of time. You know, um, similar realities could be existing on top of each other at very different times, but they're still at the same place. So there's a lot of things to take into consideration when we start trying to peel back about what's really going on there. But what I do know is that we have poltergeist activity. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, you have a cryptid moment with the you know thing walking on all fours. Um, orbs have been captured there. Uh, you have pyrokinesis. You have telekinesis. You have telepathy. You have direct and personal interaction. That being one of the most important things to remember is that this thing seems to react to people on a very personal level. Um, if it decides to interact with you at all, then it it typically... it I, I can't remember who put... I want to say it was uh, David Glover who put it. It's like, no, this, this place is like, oh, oh, this guy. This guy, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll show him a good time. And I think you know it's it's been said by by many people that um, this this house. Oh yeah, Taylor Pickman, the son of the Pickman, said like this house will give you what you want, and it keeps giving, and it keeps giving, and it keeps giving. <laughs> so we are all definitely going to have to make a, a pretty solid statement. Uh, as we're departing from that place that nothing is allowed to follow us. Uh, they're not welcome to. Um, yeah, that's yeah. everyone that I know is worried about. <laughs> they're like, just oh, wait until yeah. you bring something back. And I'm like, oh, well, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, hell no. No, absolutely not. Uh, anytime that I do any of these things, I... I... You all right there, buddy? Yeah. Um, I have a neighbor actually, and I okay. just heard a, a weird noise. He likes to woo. We call it, I call him like the woo man. It's a woo! whole thing, but he's like yeah. outside screaming. So, oh, okay. I was like, what the hell was that? Oh yeah. I got, I have a crazy I got, neighbor. I got a few, <laughs> I got a few of those too. You're all good. His ex-girlfriend lives across the street apparently. And he, uh, yells that she ruined his life. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> Welcome to Raleigh. This is how it is. Oh, it's the same up here in Durham. It's, it's good. Uh, but let's be honest, it's the same anywhere in America. Uh, it's all just absolute batshit crazy. So anyway, anyway like uh, at the moment, just to, to kind of wrap this up and then kind of go into a casual mode here. Um, 
that's basically the rundown of why we're going, what we're doing, how we're going to do it. Um, but the other part of this is is the official announcement of the XV Planus Paranormal Road Trip 2021, which I can already state this is now going to be a fucking yearly thing. It might not always be in winter, but no, this is like, I am so excited about this. Like I'm already, th- you and I were, Walker, you and I were already talking about doing a, a whole full-blown Cincinnati trip. So yeah, we're, yeah. So my vote is quarterly. Um, that's how I feel about it. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be a good goal to set. I like this plan. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I could, I could easily do something like this every three months if if we set it up early enough and we plan on it, yeah, yeah, I can absolutely make this happen. Yeah, just doing the Estes method in Estes would, you know. Oh my God! Yes, <laughs> bucket list. Yes, that's happening. No, I I have to go to the real Overlook Hotel. That's that's definitely happening. Um. Ooh. Oh, actually, though, one thing I did want to bring up to you, and and now you, Alejandro, now that you're both here. Uh, I might be planning a trip with a friend of mine to the Bridgewater Triangle. I haven't heard of yeah. that one. Yeah, I know. That one slips under that the radar. Be- it's okay. It's okay. Um, look it up. It's it's up in New England. Not too far up north. But it is... It's weird. It is the Sally House meets the Bermuda Triangle meets the Louisiana Swamps, but it's up north. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's there's like Jersey Devil stuff. No, no. This is um, there there are cryptids. uh, There's been UFO sightings. There have been actual satanic ritual sacrifices out there, like way over the top stuff. Um mental institutions full of some of the worst minds that the the world has ever held this this place is just full of dark and i want to go check it out sounds great you have me a bermuda triangle so <laughs> yeah it's so like, uh, the pennsylvania to massachusetts triangle something like that it's um it's really not too far no it's probably like within 10 hours and we got to get to Bell Witch too. Yes. Okay. So that's that's the other one. Um, I I reached out to the management. No, they don't allow overnight stays. I'm really pissed off. No, the cave is very protected. I I hear. Oh no no not the cave. I the asked house. about the cabin. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew they wouldn't let us stay at the cave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do want to reach out to them and see if they might give us um, exclusive access. Uh, just for a little bit to perform a couple of experiments if we promise to treat it with respect and, you know, promote their tourism. There's plenty (laughs) of stuff. We're driving through, like, the heartland of American life, you know, so. Honestly, it kind of makes me wish that we could could all take two weeks off and just really hit it hard. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Bridgewater Triangle is an area of about 200 square miles within the southeastern Massachusetts in the United States. So it's in Massachusetts. Claimed to be a site of alleged paranormal phenomena ranging from UFOs to poltergeist orbs, balls of fire, and other spectral phenomena, various Bigfoot-like sightings, giant snakes, and thunderbirds. 
Wow. Yeah, it's exciting. Wow. It's kind of like a skinwalker thing. It's like everything in the kitchen sink. And I kind of look at Sally House the same way, but it's not uh it's it's a little bit more limited than some of these other places. But it's still just the same like when when you start doing the deep dive into this and you start looking into the teleportation of people's objects directly out of their pockets and sometimes being taken out of their pockets when they're hundreds of miles away and then end up showing up at the Sally house. It's that's, that's, that's a lot to take down. That's yeah, it's crazy. So it's a cool party trick. I got to tell you if it, <laughs> Part of me wants to stay in Atchison one more day and just go across the street and stay at the haunted uh, hotel that is directly across the street from the Sally house. Yeah, that town is crazy. It really is. Yeah, the, the more and more I look into it, um, Alejandro, I don't know if you've looked into it, but the place is like 35 to 40 different haunted locations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It really is apparently one of the most haunted cities in America, which... Yeah. We're all now chomping at the bit for. Absolutely. We'll just we'll just take like a like a what like a, a bar crawl kind of, but instead of bars, you know, haunted locations. Yeah. We have a <laughs> rar crawl in Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to do that in Savannah too. Yes. No, hey uh buddy, that one is definitely on the list. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. Savannah. Um, New Orleans. Now, New Orleans, I like that's something we could go down there for a week and not have to pay a dime other than to get down there because I know so many people down there. Mm-hmm. And that would be an amazing place to explore. But I've also already been there. St. Augustine, too. You put Bobby Mackey's in my head and now I cannot get that thing out. Like it's it's stuck in there. That one's really intriguing. It is really intriguing. It is really weird. I don't know, man. I can't wait. Like it's going to be <laughs> awesome. Anyway, all right. At this point, we've kind of uh, we've kind of burned through the basic rundown of you know the what, where, why, who, how, and how, and all that. Um, and that is the official announcement of the paranormal road trip. Like we are, we are going to the Sally house and on the way there and on the way back, we're going to be making a couple of stops at various other haunted locations yet to be determined. Kind of depends on what happens in the next couple of weeks. We'll keep everyone informed on that. Now, that being said, I actually do want to reach out to any of our listeners and say that if you have ever wanted to go to Bobby Mackey's and do the five hour paranormal investigation, why don't you write to us? xvplanis at gmail.com. Um, the whole tour itself costs a whopping 600 bucks, and I'll be the first to admit that's a little bit out of my budget. Uh, in my opinion, it's a little bit out of the budget for the three of us since we're going to be already putting forth enough money for the main drive of this. However, those visits can have up to 12 people, which could break it down to 50 bucks per person. So, if anybody is out there who is respectful of all this and might be interested in joining along with us, email us and tell me why I should add you to our crew. Because we would really like to do this, but we could use some help doing it. 
And I think at that point, uh, I think it's time for closing thoughts. Um, Alejandro, I'm going to start with you. How are you? Uh, how are you feeling about this uh, whole experience? What we're planning? What's on your mind? What What do you think, buddy? Oh man, I am so excited. Uh, first thing that I want to say that sand idea that you had, I've been keeping a list in my phone of of ideas that I have for this place, things I want to bring. Personally, one of them was pretty much that with the sand and putting like a you know like a ball bearing or whatever. That is exactly yes. an idea that I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm. I'm. It's cool that we're we're thinking along sim- similar lines here. Um, let's see. Other than that, uh, it's definitely been. Uh, there's been there's been a good slew of, of synchronicities ever since I, you know, messaged you first about my interest and in, and in joining along for this. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm sure we could talk about that a bit but on the whole i am excited i'm i'm gonna be really happy to be out there um hanging out with you guys for sure i mean it's again it's 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 such a you know linear event here i'm going to north carolina second week in november you know you put out this that's going on you know towards the end of december it's 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 pretty crazy man it's lining up and i'm i'm definitely digging it so right on well uh Man, uh, we can't wait to have you over here. Super excited. This is going to be awesome. Thank you so much for for being a part of this. Walker, any uh, closing thoughts or comments, my friend? Yeah, I mean, I'm super excited to dive in. I know we have uh, a a lot more things to reveal to everyone, and just I'm excited to go and and document some real evidence. You know, we've had some good experiences in the past, just even locally in our backyard, you know, places that I can walk to, so – going on a big road trip i'm i'm super pumped and i'm glad to do it with y'all i feel like we all have very similar mindset and we all have share the same goal and trying to fit you know just really figure out what's going on and document some crazy evidence so i'm all right go for it whatever we want to do i'm ready to go we all know that the real true reason for doing all this is to crack open the whole of reality and bring cthulhu about but you know it's nice that we're doing it in a polite way <laughs> well, you've got to have some kind of veil, you know. Nah, but no, no, it's no, it's it's very true. Like all three of this, uh, all three of us approach this with the utmost respect and also curiosity and and uh, deep uh, personal interest on all of our parts. So, yeah, I think we got a good crew here. Um, I think that's all we need for the Sally House, but. Again, if anybody else wants to jump into the Bobby Mackey routine, let us know. Um, and as far as everything else regarding Paranormal Road Trip 2021, you're just going to have to keep listening to find out. Now, you guys will definitely be back sometime in the next couple of weeks. Um, not sure when yet. Um, I'm juggling a lot as the XV plan is just kind of making a shift. So whole lot of content is being produced right now, but basically you two are going to be stuck with me at least a couple of times a month until we get this thing done. And probably even more so afterwards, because I got a really good feeling about this trip. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that being said, uh, I, I want to give you guys an opportunity. Like, um, I don't know if either of you have any uh, artistic or creative projects going on that you want to share, but please feel free to shout it out if you like. 
Um, yeah, you know, I don't have anything up on uh, social media at the moment, but um, I do uh, make some some certain types of crafts that I I'm going to be making certain artifacts for each of us on this trip. All right, um, you know, I do some some woodworking, some some sculpting type of stuff. I do I do a lot of various things, and I'm going to be making some stuff for us. Um, so I'm I'm excited to to really kind of bring those out to you guys and and really show you what I what I'm working on. So if you need any exotic local material, let me know. Um, other than that, uh, it's all it's all of my creative stuff is kind of uh, none of it's out uh, on the uh, you know the web webosphere. At the moment, fair so enough. I, I got nothing to plug officially, other than most of mine isn't, so I can appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Walker, how about you, bud? You got anything uh, going on that you want to share with the world, or is is this is this our drive? No, this is my creative outlet. You know, yes. Uh, is, all right, all right, cool. This is my dip in the foot <laughs> in the podcast world. I will say, if anyone ever wants to come talk ghost stories and drink some beer, I'm always a trophy. Uh, so I guess yeah. this plug on the bar. You know, it's 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 our usual meetup. You can catch John there on occasion whenever he's in Raleigh. <laughs> hey, look, man! If we if we get enough interest, uh, we could actually do uh, uh, ghost story beer. You know, have a beer and tell a ghost story nights over at Trophy. I would be down for that. That yeah. would be great. Actually, that would be awesome. Just talk to total fucking strangers. It's like, tell me about your story. Tell me about your story. You're full of shit. Bring me a beer. Tell me about your story. I like this idea. I'm happy to be a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, just just telling idea. people uh, about the podcast in general has been great. Uh, talking about the trip, I've drummed up a lot of interest. I uh, love showing the the crappy paranormal shows on the TV uh, when when I'm bored. You know, we watch a lot of uh, oh, the sightings. Travel Channel. Uh, oh, okay. You know, investigation, all that stuff. <laughs> so it's a good time. It's definitely well, ghost friendly. It's a ghost-friendly environment. Absolutely. <laughs> well, uh, what I will say is, um, uh, listeners, you can definitely expect to hear a whole lot more from both of these fine people uh, as we move forward in this project. You, all, you can also expect to hear uh, Walker and I doing a seriously hardcore deep dive into Bobby Mackey sometime in the next month because you just you lit a powder keg brother and I am all over this stuff. That is it's, like, it's one of those that sneaks under the radar but you know it really is the more I look into it the There's weirder a lot of, it like, gets really documented and its stuff. location makes it even weirder. Yeah the the river that flows north no actually I'm just thinking a honky tonk <laughs> out in the middle of fucking nowhere that used to be a butcher plant like yeah, it's just yeah it's there's a lot of death there. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, the river that's less than a mile away uh, flows north. So it's one of the only rivers in the world that does so. Okay, yeah, we're definitely, yeah. <laughs> Look, if, if we if we can make the five-hour trip happen on, uh, like the five-hour visit happen on this trip, we're going to make it happen. But we are definitely going back to Cincinnati, and we're going to hit it again, and then we're also going to explore some of the other weird oddities around there. But if we're going to Cincinnati, that means we're going also going to have to make a quick detour up to Ohio, where some of or I'm, I'm not, of course, Ohio, uh, to Columbus, where most of my people are. 
So I went to culinary school there and I got wrapped up in all sorts of weird haunted shit in that place. Got to love those old German towns. Germantown in particular, actually, <laughs> you know, all right. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Anybody have any, uh, final thoughts to share before we, uh, we shut this session down and uh, keep preparing for the absolute absurdity of the end of December. I'm just happy to be here, man. This is this has been so cool getting to know you, <laughs> bud. And uh, yeah, same. Great to meet you, Walker. So yeah, you too, bud. I'm looking Likewise. forward to this like nothing else. Oh, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. This is all I think about right now. And at this point, like in spite of everything that's been going on, I'm walking around with a shit eating grin on my face pretty much like 24 seven at this point i'm like i'm actually gonna do it we're finally gonna do it we're gonna do it ah but like it's <laughs> it's definitely one of those moments but uh anyway guys thank you again so much for taking time out tonight for coming to hang out and um talk about this journey that we're going on um i cannot wait for this and i can't wait for uh, the upcoming months as we refine our methods and kind of hone in a little bit more ex about exactly what we're going to be doing, when we're going to be doing it and make the most out of this trip. So thank you again so much for joining us, Walker, Alejandro. You guys are awesome. You are too. Boy. Farewell, my <laughs> friends. And there you have it, my friends, the beginnings of a very long journey even further into the unknown. I want to thank Walker and Alejandro for joining me tonight. Uh, as I said, you'll definitely be hearing a whole lot more from them as we inch closer and closer to December and we, we set this trip off right. Now, before I close out, uh, again, I just want to say thank you all for all of your support and all of your attention over the last several months. And um, I want to hear more from the crowd. So if you have anything you'd like to share with us, do not hesitate to email us at xvplanus at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as at xvplanus. Um, we will have a Twitch and YouTube channel opening soon as we will probably be doing simulcasts through Fireside for some of our investigations that go on for longer than one day. And I think that is pretty much it for the evening, my friends. I have a whole lot of stuff coming down the pipeline for you. It's going to be really exciting. It's going to be amazing stuff. And I can't wait to have as many of you involved in it as I possibly can. You can catch me doing a guest spot on the Smuts Up podcast here in the next couple of weeks. Um, you can expect at least one more case file episode throughout the course of October, and I was hoping to have way more spooky stuff for you this season, but since the format here has kind of changed, I'm having to wrestle with a lot of uh, organization and planning. So while it may not seem like I'm putting out a whole lot of content in October, oh boy, am I ever planning for content. So expect a really wild couple of months um, to close this year out, and then we'll see where the journey goes beyond that. All right, my friends, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. <laughs>